Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is Rahul Rizhi. Please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. And put your camera on if you want. Uh, if you're a newcomer, put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer. Nishant? Yeah, hi. Nishant. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking out the time. Um, so uh, I'm on H-1B visa. And uh, my current employer is... Uh, not willing to share a copy of my H-1B transfer mm-hmm. approval documentation with me from mm-hmm. more than a year now. I have the receipt okay. notice. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see on the USCIS website that it is approved. Uh, yeah, you can, you can do something called my... Freedom of Information. You can call something called Freedom of Information. F-O-I-A USC, I guess. And you, you can request your H-1B approval, they'll give it to you. So, uh, can I request I-797 and I-94, which is on the bottom of I-797? Yes. That's exactly what they're going to give it to you. And the LC and everything? You can file for the entire H-1B petition copy, but I don't know whether they'll give it or not. You don't need it. Just say H-1B approval is enough for you. Okay. And uh, my second question is, uh, is it uh, legal to withheld such documents? Uh, uh, by the employer? It's not. It, it's not. You can actually move the receipt notice to the company. And then afterwards, you can file a complaint against it. And, but uh, I don't want you to file a complaint right now and cut your own legs. Okay. But, okay. but if you're interested in more about that, you can have a consultation with an FLP. Next okay. person. Is there, is there a specific attorney that I need to uh, request a consultation with? You can book an appointment with me. I, I'm good. I'm okay. Okay. Next Thank person. you very much. Birju. Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is about the I-485J. In March, and my 485J AC-21 was filed four days before that. So uh, USAS at that time did not adjudicate the 485J, and now they sent us a receipt for 485J. I just wanted to know what should my, be my action on this. Uh, should I... Ask the employer to withdraw it. Should we wait for the adjudication? I, I, I didn't get you. I didn't get your point though. What what, what did for it for just been filed and you have a receipt notice? What happened in between? Yeah, yeah. So my four eighty five, the original four food in four days uh, of the J filing. So I filed the AC21 485J with a new employer 
and in four days the green card got approved. USCIS did not mm-hmm. issue a receipt for 485J or adjudicate that. They just issued a receipt now after two months. So uh, I just wanted to know just, what should I. Expect. You can just ignore. You can just ignore it. You got your green card, is it right? You got your uh, green card, is it right? Yes. Yes. You can ignore the 485J receipt notice right now. You can ignore. You don't have to do anything right now. Okay. Okay, and and I can change my employers in near future, like in a couple of months, if Absolutely. I want to. Absolutely, you can do it right now itself. Okay, all right, that's it. Thank okay. you, thank you, Rahul. Thank you, Dipak. Mandeep. Hey, thank you uh, for giving this opportunity. So my question, Rahul, is uh, that I my, my visa, my H one B expired twenty third November last year. and i was able to apply extension in time and i i i got the extension approved as well what i missed out was applying my h4 my 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 spouse h4 extension and i was late by a month i have now gotten uh, got an rfe on her h4 which says that explain the reason uh, for being late uh, in 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 your application earlier my organization used to file it together they stopped filing it and in the month of november we also had a, had a case of covid in our house so we couldn't i i just could not go out and do the process but i i i was late by a month so i filed my spouse h4 extension on 20 22nd of december sir and 23rd of november last year is is when uh, it expired for both of us so what are my options now how do i respond to that rfe is less than 6 months that uh, that her i94 is expired is that right yeah less than 6 months the 30 days not even more than 30 days no less sir. than a no, month sir. from the time i94 expired to right now is it less than 6 months or more than 6 months less than 6 months sir i want her to leave the country and go to india and apply for the h4 visa if it is more Can than 6 months the reason if it's more than 6 months it's a different story i would want you to consult a lawyer okay the reason is okay if it's if you respond to this and you yeah. get the denial she will have a 3 year yeah. bar of coming back into united states a main applicant as well as the uh, as well as the no, spouse only, or just the spouse? only 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 the spouse okay okay so i don't want okay. her to, to have a 3 year bar but if you want okay. more detail you can consider a lawyer okay uh can Since i have, have a consultation with you yeah you can have a consultation but i will tell the same story though i will i will oh, not okay. change the story it will the end of end of the result will be the same next person please okay thank you mansoor mansoor yeah thank you rahul for the opportunity i spoken to you earlier uh, before i uh, had a eb3 downgrade in 2020 and uh, recently after the eb2 move i uh, had a niw which i applied i had sent medicals with it uh, looks like they misplaced and i got an rfp for medical which i'm going to i mean i got a new medical and i'm going to send it my question was uh, with the medical is it a good idea to send for uh, um like a emergency uh, ead request based on a you know i'm working in the medical field no that's a different this is a different one don't send a request okay. emergency to them okay just respond with the medical uh, rfp that's all 
Because if this is anything else, then they may want to approve the case. Now they delay. Okay. They get confused. They ask medical, you give them medical. Okay, makes sense. I appreciate it. Thank you. Next person, please. Supriyo. Hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, so uh, my question is, uh, uh, so uh, my uh, priority date was approved in 2016 when I was working. Uh, but last year I uh, started doing my PhD. And so currently I'm on F1. So I'm just wondering if being on F1, I can still avail that priority date in next one or two years when it becomes active or I can uh, have to just file a separate uh, uh, petition later if I want to. So when you want to avail it, what do you mean? File the 4 application? Um, so uh, my, my idea is uh, when that priority date becomes at current, I have to be on H1B because currently being on F1, I think I may not be eligible for that. Uh, what, so, what, what are you not eligible to file the 4 file? Um, uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not uh, very clear about these form numbers. Only thing uh, is, uh, the, so the priority days, uh, date was 2016 when it was approved. The, um, yeah, probably it is 485. No, if you were in H1B, what would you have been availed? Um, when you say availed, what do you mean by that? By availed, I mean uh, uh, being uh, able to uh, convert that current. Uh, so when the priority date becomes current, I could use that to apply for that. For the green card, I guess. I guess. Okay. But is your employer is going to do it? Is going to cooperate with you for that? I don't think so because uh, since I'm on F1, my employer cannot uh, make it H1. Is that is that the point? If the employer could convert my F1 to H1, then I would be able to avail that? You don't need to convert into H1 though. If you want to avail it, you don't need to convert it to H1B. Okay. You can file the green card application when the priority date becomes current. Though. We file an application form called I-485 or also called mm -hmm. as adjustment of status. For you to okay. do that, you don't have to do H1B. Okay. So even if I'm on F1, I can do that? Yes, you can. Oh, okay, okay, all right. The employer has to file the 485 for you. The 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 change of status adjustment, which is whether you are an H1B or F1, it has to be employer who has to do it. Okay, okay, but I can still so uh, I can still uh, wait for the priority date to become active, and at that point of time, I can ask request my employer to apply for the change of status. Next person, please. Okay, thank you very much. Yogendra. Hello. Yeah, hi. Thanks yes, for sir. the opportunity. So I completed my six years on H1B in April and my I-94 expired in April. But before that, I got my I-140 approved in March and I filed for extension. So mm -hmm. right now, I-94 is not, uh, I don't have a valid I-94 for myself mm -hmm. or but, my wife. But you filed extensions for both of, both of you. Yeah. 
Yeah, so question is for my wife. So she, I was filing a EAD application for her since I have a for I am forty, but my doubt is since she doesn't have a valid I ninety four. So can I apply right now, or should I need to wait for her approval? So the question is, can you file a EAD when the H four extension is pending, or do you have to wait for the H four approval? You can file. For the H4 approval, you can file for the EAD without having a EAD without having the H4 approval with the pending receipt notice. Okay, so my question is: so they asked me to mention the I-94 number at the back of the photograph. So which I-94 am I supposed to write? Because the one which I have expired in April. The one which expired in April. Okay, Next person. Fine. Thank you, Rajesh. 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 Hey, hi. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Hey, so first of all, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, uh, I have the priority date as of uh, September twenty twelve. And last September, I applied for 485 in EB3 category, and I got my EAD also in January. But now I have my 140 approved in EB2 as well. So just want to know: Should I go for interfiling or refiling? Uh, because from my last interview, what I heard was you don't see any approval for interfiling case. So just want to get some clarity on that. We have got one now. We have got one. Um, Gayatri, can you give him the link for interfiling and refiling, please? Sure. I want you to watch. Which we did it in uh, March, and you take a decision. Watch, watch the video. There are many questions and answers that come out from there. Okay, and you make a decision after. Okay. Uh, what is Next your suggestion, Rahul? I will not suggest this way. I will not suggest this way or that way. Next person, please. Okay. Pia. Okay. Hi Rahul, I actually wanted to confirm: uh, Is it okay for me to file uh, interfile medicals in uh, National Benefits Center since my application moved and uh, medicals were not attached? EB three uh, downgraded. Uh, final action is current. Everything is current. I one forty approved. It's a hit and miss. Do interfile? I will try. And when you go to the doctor, get two copies of it. One to submit it with them. Two original copies. Okay. And okay. then what? I will with the National Benefit Center if I wait. Yes, uh, it it is in the National Benefit Center, so it's not unsafe. Like they're not going to raise any questions why I filed it before, without the. At the RFP. most, yeah. At the most, it might not reach. It might not reach the file. At the most, that's the maximum punishment that might happen. It won't cause any problem for you. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Next person, please. Dinesh, hi Rahul. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. So my question is, uh, I have H1B till December 2022. Even my wife else, my wife is also having the same H4 date, but my wife is planning to go to India on June 1st, and she has appointment date on June 10th to drop her documents for the H4 stamping. Uh, mm -hmm. She is go going for that. But my employer is planning to renewal my H-1B on June 15th, and uh, when she is coming back around August, 
if she is going to submit my new approved i797 petition is there any chance to get the up, up new i94 with three years date for her it's a good chance for good chance do, does she need to submit a original copy of i797 or copy is enough good copy is okay thank you thanks sir next next person vinay hi uh, rahul you know first of all uh, um, uh, thank you for uh, doing all the services to the community um, you know quick question i have uh, my previous employer filed an aos downgrade it's a classic downgrade from eb2 to eb3 uh, in november 2020 and then uh, both the uh, eb2 and eb3 140s are approved uh, you know my priority date is april 2013 and then i moved uh, to a new employer um, after the 180 days pending period uh, and then um, february of uh, this year um, <clears throat> you know my uh, new employer filed a i485j supplement uh, using eb3 um, and then i got a receipt note as well from nbc after my file got moved from nebraska to national benefit center uh, first week of march so that's when i got the receipt number now end of march um i got an rfe from nbc asking to attach my eb2 receipt number from the previous employer right uh, with the 485 so i mean innovates good right i mean they're asking kind of like speeding up because my the, eb2 with the, is with the with, with attach with what 485 or 485j 485j so the rfe came in for 485j uh, asking specifically to attach with the previous employers approved eb2 140 i we I, i have seen this couple of times now i am making a judgment call i mean i don't know I, i'm not telling you what to do but if i were you i would use the eb2 i140 because the guy probably might just approve it you case oh. Oh, okay okay and and we filed it you you right rahul you know my attorney they filed the uh, the 485j again using the eb2 140 and then they attached a cover note explaining you know the sequence of all the the history on mine you know uh, with the with the yeah he, yeah he did a, he did a good job that's all i can tell now oh, i'm okay. not going But to tell you i like that lawyer Oh, okay <laughs> so so we we got the uh, 485j receipt again with the eb2 140 on 16th of april so we responded to the rfe on 6th april we got the 485j okay, well, that, receipt on 16th of what's your question now? what is your question now? so my question is yeah thanks rahul so my question is is that something like they are not aware that i moved employers which is why they were trying to find out if i could attach it or they know the they know it they are issuing it i don't we don't understand why they are particularly pointing out to the eb2 we don't know um one reason that we can suspect is that there are too many eb2 green cards available and there's a lot of burden on these people to approve the green cards and now they cannot approve your green card they don't want to sit on it next person please oh okay so they won't deny it right i cannot say but i i it's very unlikely that they'll deny it. oh okay yeah i was Next worried question. that if they will deny my entire 485 application 
don't make the statements please next person please suresh okay. yeah sorry i have I have to constrain people with the time because there are a lot of people waiting guys i completely understand thanks rahul suresh hi rahul uh, yeah hi rahul. suresh yes uh, i'm on h1b uh, and uh, i have applied for extension and it got approved till july of 2025 along with my h1b i also filed h4 after my h1b is approved i filed stand alone h4 ead so now both h4 and h4 ead are pending status and h4 mm -hmm. and h4 ead are valid till july of 2022 so the mm -hmm. i94 is also valid till Ju july of 2022 so for my spouse to continue work in order to take advantage of automatic extension of 540 days so she need to have a valid i94 i i understood uh, through your videos that we can go outside of the country get stamping and get a new i94 or visit canada or uh, mexico I to get a new i94 i didn't i didn't said stamping you added it yeah yeah uh, dropbox dropbox and uh, get yeah, the i94 uh, i didn't did dropbox yeah. either i didn't said to watch the video carefully uh, gayatri can you send in the video that 180 days and h4 ead sure rahul i'll send it yeah so video, uh, my point is my question wait that video says it's 180 days that was made in march but it's another 540 days you have misinterpreted everything what i said in that video but go okay. ahead to the question yeah the question is in order to take advantage of 540 day automatic extension without uh, as, as currently both are pending status so to get i90 huh what is that you told the entire story expiring yeah yeah. In yeah yeah so without traveling are there any option to get an i94 extended there is this called something expedited processing but i don't know how that works out with traveling okay. she's gayatri is going to give you the video next person please yeah thank you thank you pradeep uh thanks rahul thanks for this opportunity Uh, so i have a scenario like my priority date is in feb 2016 and uh, so i have an <clears throat> so that is a file in eb2 now i have a, another opportunity from a new company and uh, they said they'll be starting my gc once i'll settle there in 3 months so with the eb2 dates moving forward now i'm kind of in a situation whether to take that step or not what's the difference in salary percentage wise Uh, it's a 20 to 30 percent increase. I'm not taking if I were you. Next person, please. Uh, so I'm not taking, right? I'm not taking. All right. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling if I were you. Next person, please. Nazir. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is regarding my overstay during uh, I was on H1 visa. in 2010 currently i am in saudi arabia and planning to apply for the visit visa do i need to mention anything about my overstay in 2010 yes you need to mention that and yeah, I... also mention, also mention the date because you have been there for 2010 to right now so irrespective of at the most you have a 10 year bar you already completed the 10 years because it's right. 12 years now 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was like overstayed uh, almost like five months. That's it. Okay, that's fine. Then you don't have a bar there. Mention it though, because otherwise it will be misrepresentation. Okay, thank you very much, ma'am. Next person, please. Pratyusha. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for the chance. So I have my EB3 I-140 approved for priority date is 2015. Uh, my question is, if I can upgrade it to EB2, should I do it now or should I wait? What is the priority date you said? Uh, June 2015. Yeah, I mean, so your I-140 was originally applied, labor was applied in EB2 or EB3? EB3. Oh, yeah, if I were you, I would try to get to EB2, though. Because when you try to get to EB2, you're not missing EB3. You'll have both. Okay. And and ne my next doubt is, if I file EB2 now, and what if it, it takes a one-year processing or nine months, by the time if my date becomes current, saying it moves on, so what will happen to my application? Which application? EB2 or EB3? EB2. It will continue. They'll continue the process. Okay, even uh, the, the date moves past 2015 uh, by the time my yeah. EB2 is up. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can continue You can continue processing the EB2. So no interruption for there. You will not be at any disadvantage in filing an EB2. Okay, and then the recommendation is to file an EB2 separately, right? Not, not an interfile from EB3. Did I you cannot it file, you, you cannot interfile it. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Since the labor is of the EB3, you cannot use the same thing for EB2. Pranav. Hey Rahul, uh, thanks for your opportunity. Uh, so I have a quick question saying that, can I have more than one I-140 from two different employers? And, yes, you uh, can. Okay, so no one will invalidate others, right? One will not invalidate other. No, if the company by themselves have to go and withdraw the application. But just because you have five I-140s, will the USCIS go and look and deny any of those things? They don't have the authority. Next person, please. Gotcha. One more question. Uh, is there a way we can validate the previous employer I-140 is still active or not? How to check that? Is there a way? Yes, you can go to uh, FOIA USCIS and you can request a freedom of information um, okay. and request the USCIS to, to, to give you the copy of the I-140 petition. There you can see if the I-140 was been withdrawn. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah, thank you. Next person, please. Vivek. Vivek. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, so I joined a new employer with location A, but somehow they filed an amendment for location B. So now they don't want me to go to location B. Uh, they want me to stay on location A only. So can, I, can, can we withdraw the amendment after approval and stay on the original petition? Or do I need to file again a new amendment to stay at the location A only? You can withdraw the other amendment. You'll be good. So I can stay with the original petition. I need not to do anything much, yeah. right? No, you don't have to. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sunny. Oh, hi, Ron. 
thank you for the opportunity uh, i had a uh, i spoke to you before on one on one i just wanted to check with respect to if i move to the new employer i have i140 approved in eb2 and eb3 if i move to a new employer and the employer applies for 485j after 180 days now what i mean the current employer while doing say refiling and if i uh, if i get an rfe between and i'm in the new employer would that risk the green card denial wait so you have a 485 with company a you're going to move to company b and the new company has not filed so a 485j Correct. Correct. So the current company will actually do a refile or, or an interval, right? So they'll do the refile and then in, in EB2 and I'll move to the new company and after 180 days, I tell the new company to do a 485J uh, on EB2. But in yeah, between... Still, the... still, still, you will be risking, if you refile, you'll be risking the denial of the 485. Okay. So that if I get an RFE between, then I will be having a Uh, or deny possibility. Okay. Um, right. So in that, that case, when company, okay. when company B files a 485J supplement, they have to mention from what time you have been working with them, and they can see that your oh. 485 has been issued. Receive notice on that, and then you're working. Let's say you filed in in uh, uh, you you refiled in May, and let's say that you file the 485J supplement with company B in June. Uh, then they will have a they will figure it out. Okay. okay, no refile in May, but uh, I'm applying after six months in Company B. Uh, uh, yeah, but will have to, but Company B will have to give a statement what time you have been working with them. Okay, so that will risk the denial of GC. So then the only way is better to go to the Company B and ask them to port port it in EB3 and request for an upgrade to EB2 to USCIS. Correct. Are you? Yeah, you mean to say they file a fresh labor certification for you? No, 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 no. Um, move. Tell them to do AOS porting in EB3, because if uh -huh. I actually do, and then after that, and then request them, and then request them to uh, request uh, tell them while they're filing for AOS porting in EB3 to put a note in the USCIS saying that you know to upgrade it to EB2 if possible. Sending a request along with it. No, I do not recommend that you do that. Next person, please. I would just port it in EB3. The other way is that the company has to file a labor and I-140 application. Okay. okay. Or you stick with the company okay. that has a EB2. Next person, please. Until six months. Okay. Thank you. Srinath. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. So <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm planning to join the new. Employer and move to the new location. It's at Texas. So I have one uh, job opportunity uh, where the client location is Indiana. Okay, I am doing work from home from uh, Texas. So is that fine? Uh, I can run tax for the Texas state uh, because uh, my LCI is filed for both locations for Texas as a home and uh, for the client location in somewhere in India. So can I run but, my tax for? Texas? But you will be working. But you will be working yeah. in Texas or some other location. Yeah, uh, working from home in Texas. No, 
So you'll be working from so, Texas, and the LCA uh, is for Texas in some other location. Yeah, uh, LCA is filed for Texas and also in for Indiana as a, as a client location. Okay, yeah. So in that case, you can if you're working in Texas, yeah, you can have the income uh, tax paid through Texas. Uh, I mean, you can run the payroll through Texas so that you don't have to pay state taxes. You're good. Yeah, even for the hybrid model also, somewhere like uh, once a week, we, uh, once a month, yeah. if I go to uh, Indiana and I'll, yeah. In hybrid, yeah. Hybrid uh, model. Once a month, if you go to Indiana, once a month, you go to Indiana, how many days you are going to go? Uh, probably like uh, one week, one month, one week. Yeah. Uh, there are three months, to, uh, three weeks I want, here. I want, you to check, I want you to check with the CPA this question. Next person. CPA, check with the CPA, CPA. okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Next person. Abai? Abai? After I'll take one more call on this and... Yeah, so hello Rahul. Uh, it, it's kind of a tricky question. I applied 485 in October 2020 with EB3 when mm -hmm. my priority days were current, April 2014. Okay, with the company. Now it was rejected and the dates moved back. So I decided to move from a company A to company B. Mm -hmm. Now, Later, USCIS sent me a note inviting me to apply again because there was some issue from their side. So they invited mm -hmm. me to apply again. Now, mm -hmm. uh, it, it took some time, long in rejection. So they said, I could, uh, can you please apply again? But during that time, I moved from company A to company B. I have a supplement J from company A right now as well. Can I reapply for no. with the company? No, no, no. Okay. That's fraud. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, okay, that's right. Thank you. Next person, please. This is the last person we'll take. Ishoda. Hello. Are you able to listen to me? Yes, ma'am. Hello. Yes, ma yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. So, um, my I was on H one B until uh, February twenty twenty two. Okay, so it has expired on in Feb 22. So I moved out of the country in Feb. But before moving uh, out of the country, I have uh, my uh, employer has filed for perm. Okay, and it is uh, like I currently I'm working from Canada for the same employer. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, in March, I got perm audited. Okay, okay. but my family is still in US. So um, while my perm is in progress, after that, like my I-140, everything will be going on, right? So during this point of time, can I visit U.S. on either H-4 or on uh, visiting visa? Not on or visiting visa, but H-4 you can. I can go. And will I be eligible for Dropbox from Canada for a H-4 stamping? And previously, you got the stamping from India. Uh, for which one? For the US? Yeah. I came on H1B. H1. Where did you get, yes, uh, Where did you get the stamping of H1B? India. India, India. So the last yeah, stamping I don't was... Think, uh, I don't think so. You're, yeah, I don't think, I don't think so you're eligible. You, you're not eligible for Dropbox in Canada. 
But since you're a Canadian resident, though, the appointments mm-hmm. for Canadian residents are easy to get the H-4 appointments. H-4 appointments, I can uh, go. Yeah. Okay. 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 But it will not um, affect any of my perm application, right? Even no, though ma'am. it is all. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It will not. It will not affect. Okay. It will but not. H-4, not, be, not visiting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, H4. Uh, my husband is currently there. And one more question I Sorry. want to ask. My son is also uh, in US. Uh, right now, he moved to my husband's H1. Earlier, he was under my dependent. Okay. He was H4 on me, but as my H1 is expiring, my husband he applied. Yeah. Sorry? Okay. Yeah. yeah my he moved husband. to your husband. You told me that. You told that. What's your question, though? Uh, okay, so uh, I'm planning to bring my son uh, to Canada for a shorter time, like uh, uh, during his summer vacation, like two to three months. So, but right now uh, his lost visa stamping is uh, based on my stamping. Okay, H4 as uh, my H4. Okay, so when he comes to, uh, he, he already has student permit uh, from Canada. Okay, but he never visited mm-hmm. Canada. So during this summer vacation, I'm planning to bring him here. Okay, so when uh, after the summer vacation, I want to send him back. So at that point of time, like uh, uh, the stamping, right? Uh, the H four stamping, uh, the previous H four stamping is no more valid. So can you I file? Yeah, yeah. Can I file for his H uh, four extension based on my husband from Canada? You mean to say, can you go for stamping for in Canada with oh. the husband's H four from the husband with the husband's H one B? Yes, husband's H-1B. For my son, I'm asking. Earlier, I asked for myself. Now, I'm asking I got it. for... Yeah. So, he can go for stamping in... in uh, he can go for stamping based on his dad's H-1B approval in Canada, ma'am. He can. He can go, right? Okay. Uh, will he be eligible for Dropbox? Did he yeah. got the stamping in uh, in Canada? No, is right? No, he most probably... No, no. Okay, yeah, so me or my son both has to go for the in-person interview only from Canada. That is right. Thank you, okay. guys. Next conference okay. call will be tomorrow at 11.30, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.